Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, 863-285-3815. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. And oh my goodness, the 12 days of Christmas are upon us. What a fun topic here as we start off the show today, sitting down with Philip Statler. He is president and founder of Statler Financial Group. Uh, How are we feeling about the 12 days of Christmas? (laughs) You know, it's always good to hear Ben Crosby sing that. Oh, man. who, Who can do it better? But hey, before we really get started today, Jen, let me just wish everybody out there, a Merry Christmas. Yes, I know. I know. It is hard to believe that it is Christmas time. And uh, of course, it, it just seems to that Christmas creep. It's like it seems to start earlier and earlier every year. And I did just have to correct myself, Philip, because I said we're in the 12 days of Christmas. I always mix it up if it starts the 12 days before Christmas or if it starts on Christmas Day. But it starts on Christmas Day. So I I mix those up. So it's Christmas and then it goes until January 5th. Did you realize that with the 12 days of Christmas? I I always, I feel like Christmas Day should be the 12th day of Christmas, but I guess it's. I I think that's probably what I always assume. Yeah, I know. I just, I just had to look it up. (laughs) I just had to look (laughs) it up and double check it. But anyway, the 12 days of Christmas, um, we're going to have some fun with this as we start off the show today. um, Because after a bit of a, we'll just call it a humbug of a year in 2020, (laughs) what we've seen this year in 2021 means things are a little bit more on track, especially with our Christmas price index. And Philip, I think we talked about this last year. I don't know if you remember it. The Christmas price index, it's just a fun way to learn about the economy. It takes the the song, the gifts from the song, the 12 days of Christmas, and then we compare those to what they cost today to what they cost in the past. So just kind of a fun way to learn about uh, how things change with our economy. Because I don't know about you, but the partridge in a pear tree, it was not on my shopping list this year for Christmas. No, I, I can't imagine anybody wanting a partridge in a pear tree, but no. you know, I guess um, way there's, back when, maybe it was. There's so many birds line. in that song, too. My gosh. Geese a-laying and swans a-swimming and calling maybe birds. Maybe they lived on a farm. The heck? Maybe the person who wrote it lived on a farm. I don't even know. I know. It doesn't make any sense. But before we get into the numbers um, and, and kind of those Christmas prices, uh, what are some of your, any any favorite traditions or memories that you want to share with us ab- about Christmas and celebrating with your family? You know, I think as a kid, we were separated from, a lot of times from our grandparents and, and we would, um, because they were in Missouri, we were down here. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times we would travel north for um for Christmas holiday, and um, can you imagine eighteen hours in a car? That's a long time. Your sister. Um, those weren't very fond memories, but but being there with family, right? So yeah. So I remember my grandmother. She knitted each of us grandkids, I guess, and our and her kids a a stocking. Hmm. Oh. And so we had, and we would all get together for Christmas at Grandma's house, and. Uh, and that was just, I'd see my cousins, and, and that was just a good time. Now, fast forward to my adult life mm-hmm. when kids came along. Uh, one of the things my, my wife and I started was, you know, Christmas PJs. Oh, that's fun. And that's that cute. was always kind of, you know, growing up in my family, we opened presents Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then Santa Claus came, and we'd open up Santa Claus presents on Christmas morning. Right. Well, that's not the way my wife's family did it. So, you know, oh, we, we so kind of morphed right. into, that's right. So we got changed it up a little bit. So, um, but hey, it all happened. Everybody got presents and, uh, and it's a lot of fond memories. Yeah. Yeah. We do Christmas pajamas too. We, my kids get to open one gift on Christmas Eve and surprise, surprise, it's always pajamas. And uh, they caught on to that pretty quick that it was always going to be pajamas. But and then still, you got to get your picture in front of the Christmas tree. That's right. And one year we did matching ones. Everybody had these little red and gray and white with Darth Vader on them. Super cute. Don't know how many more years I can get the boys to do matching. 
pajamas, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, I I think Philip, those memories that you just shared, those go under the uh, priceless column as we're talking about what things cost. So we're going to move into the things we can put a price on with our Christmas price index, and this has been figured out since figured since the eighties. And back in the mid-80s, it was around $20,000 for all the gifts in the song, the three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. You know the rest. Now, the big story last year was during the pandemic, we had no live performances, right? We, we couldn't be doing any of that. And so they actually took out the Lords of Leaping and the drummers drumming and, uh, my goodness, pipers piping, blowing around all that air with COVID. No, no, no. So it went down to $16,000 in 2020. It was like a 60% drop. That was a big, that was a big story back then (laughs) when we were figuring this out. Here's what's going on this year. Live performances are back, and that makes up more than half of the Christmas price index. So we've got drummers drumming, we have pipers piping, and all of that added up is around $25,000 just for the live performances. Um, Inflation is causing a spike in the price of exotic pets. So all those birds, (laughs) all these geese laying, and the swans, Philip, the swans, just the swans are $13,000. That is the most expensive thing. On the Christmas price index. Can you believe that? More expensive than the five golden rings? Yeah. Yeah. The swans are a big deal. And then you mentioned the golden rings. Uh, Those are up 8.5%, and that's reflecting what's going on in gold commodity prices. So, again, this is kind of a funny, lighthearted take on things, but it really reflects what's going on with our economy in in some ways, right? It really does. You know, that's the, you know, inflation is here. And uh, a lot of people will have agreements and disagreements about what it means and how long it's going to be here. Uh, my take is it's here to stay. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. so far, I think we're up, what, five, five and a half percent for the year. Yeah. Um, and December's numbers haven't come in yet. Uh, they won't come in till, till January. Mm-hmm. But my feeling is, is that, that it's here. Um, get used to it because I, I think we got probably another year of it at least to go. Hopefully not as much as it was this year, but, but we're going to continue to see increases in these type of things. Right. And and it's just, again, it, it's kind of like a, a fun, fun little lesson. But it's interesting when they factor in things like live performances and what's going on with the, you know, inflation and, and commodities, all of it. So here's the bottom line. The total cost of the gifts of the 12 days of Christmas for 2021 is a total of forty one thousand two hundred five dollars and fifty eight cents. Man, so, that's more than a hundred percent increase over last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, we had all the the weird fluky year last year where it dropped by almost half because of the live performances. So now it really shot up big time. And so, you know, again, it's kind of fun to talk about it in this context where we're talking about, oh, what does it cost to get, you know, six geese laying and five golden rings? But, oh, my gosh, when you put reality to that, Philip, and you think about what your money can buy now versus what it will take to buy the same things in a few decades, it's kind of a reality check. Yeah, it is. I mean, you think about that, you know, what was it in the mid 80s when they started this thing, 20 grand? And now we're at 41, um, more than double. And I think that does definitely bring to light the forces of inflation. Mm -hmm. But I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I'm looking at pickup trucks and I'm thinking, I think pickup trucks have gone up more than 100% since the 1980s. Yeah, they're expensive. (laughs) (laughs) They're awfully expensive. That's right. But but we do want to be factoring that in. And that's one of the reasons why we talk so much about the planning that we do. Because, I mean, just think about how devastating that is if you don't factor in things like inflation, Philip. And and that's what you can help us do is think about how these things could play out over time and then do something about it. Because then otherwise we're just scrambling and trying to figure out what to do if we haven't factored things like inflation in, right? Right. That's right. We have to factor in inflation uh, because it's here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be here. It's not going away. Some years are better than other years, but it's still here. And so we have to factor that in to our income plans. But if you don't have an income plan, you know, how do you even know what the what the effects of inflation are going to do to you? Right. That's why I believe it's so important that folks have that re- written retirement income plan. Uh, part of our core retirement design to be able to do that so that you can rest comfortably knowing 
that the income you have coming in is going to be sufficient and it's going to last as long as you need it to. So if you would rather, Philip, give your spouse and your family the gift of confidence in the future instead of seven swans of swimming, and again, they're the most expensive thing on the list, so we don't even want them. And what are you going to do with all those swans anyway? What do you do to get started on helping create that financial strategy for the future? Walk us through what this looks like when you are helping somebody create that strategy. Yeah, you know, everybody right now is in the holiday season and the holiday mood. So nobody's thinking about retirement or income planning or any of those type of things. But folks, the first of the year is coming. And so I would say, let's set yourself a goal. Let's get it done. If you are five to 10 years out from retirement, it's not too soon to start that process. So we look at a couple of things, Jen. First of all, we want to go in and calculate folks personal risk preference. What is that score between mm-hmm. one and a hundred? So what, what is their score and what they're comfortable with in a risk standpoint? The other number we do calculate is what is their capacity for risk? Because based on their income, their age, how much money they have saved, their capacity for risk may be different than what they're, what they're, they're comfortable with. Hmm. So okay. we want to know what those numbers are. Then we want to help them organize and and set some goals for retirement, income, budget, those type of things. We want to go through and review where they are now. You know, what are they paying in fees, expenses? What do they have in risk? How much risk? What is their risk in their portfolio? And a numeric value so we can compare apples to apples. Uh, And once we have all of that uh, work done, then we want to establish the optimal risk match portfolio so that so that the portfolio we put together matches that risk number that we calculated in step one hmm. to make sure that there's a balance between those two so that they're not caught off guard when when things start to go south in the marketplace. And then lastly, we put together a, a written retirement income plan that's going to allow them to be comfortable with the amount of income they're getting knowing that it's going to adjust for inflation and and can see mathematically that it's going to last the rest of their life. Uh, it's that simple. We call that our core retirement design, uh, a system that we've worked on for a while, but finally decided to come up with a name for it. And so we've we named it. It's our core retirement design. It walks you through that process and it delivers to you a level of comfort knowing that, hey, my money's going to last as long as I do. Or maybe the numbers aren't that way. and We need to do some proactive work today to get you ready to retire so that you can have the retirement you dreamed of. It's that easy. It's I won't say it's painless, but hmm. but we try to make it as painless as possible to walk through that process to get started. And, and Jen, really, the first of the year, it's a great time. Yes. Pick great. up the phone, give us a call, and let's get you on the calendar and get started on this project right now. Again, that's 863-285-3815. And for everybody out there, have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. That's right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We've got a lot more coming up on the other side of the break. So stay with us. We'll be back. This is Roxy at Statler Financial Services. On behalf of me and the team, we want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? You may have some important decisions to make regarding your 401k. If you don't work there, should your money stay? This decision could be critical to your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services have worked with many families with these types of decisions and understand your options. We can look at the options for your 401k that could save you on taxes down the road. Call Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services and schedule your complimentary 401k review at 863-285-3815. Philip and the team are ready to assist you no matter how, by phone, video, or with an in-person visit. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team today for your 401k review. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 
Thanks for joining us today. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac. Happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. The website is statlerfinancial.com. If you'd like to learn a little bit more, you can check that out. Lots of great resources available there, and you can even put yourself on Philip's schedule by going to the website statlerfinancial.com. So, Philip, I've got some some info here. Financial experts say there are behavioral factors that could influence our financial decisions. So let me translate that real quick. Sometimes we act weird when it comes to our money. <laughs> you put it another way, right? We're irrational. Sometimes we make decisions that we later regret. So we want to talk about how our behavior could have an impact on our money over time and what we can do to stop acting weird <laughs> with our money because we do this. Philip, how often do you see this? Do you see behavior or emotions get in the way of smart decision-making? I, I will say not as much as I used to, but okay. you know, this whole behavioral finance thing, it's a big deal. I mean, you can actually go to college and get a degree, I think. In, in, you yeah, know, it's an area finance. of study. Yeah, it, it, it is. So it's become a real a real deal. And, and there's a lot of good information and, and it helps um, if individuals will look at it, it will help them understand themselves, number one, more better. And it helps advisors understand people and how they make decisions. Um, but, but I do, you know, it's, um, I, I will say that I used to see emotions get in the way a lot more um, before we made a change here at Statler Financial and really started looking at risk-adjusted portfolios and really looking at how much risk people have in their portfolios from that standpoint. So that's been a, a, a big adjustment. And we made that adjustment, man, it's been, it's been a while now. So, um, but probably over 15 years ago. Wow. So, but, but I still see emotions kick in, right? So this last year when we saw COVID hit, we saw, um, people get emotional about their money and when the market started to, to tank. And so that's one of those things with COVID. We had to talk some people off the ledge and, and help them and remind them that, hey, that's only part of your portfolio. You got the other part over here. So yeah, emotions definitely play a big role in, in finances. Well, and let's talk a little bit about some of the the way this plays out, because as you said, behavioral finance, it's an actual area of study now, and they've come up with some different behavioral traps that we could potentially fall into, uh, things like confirmation bias, for example. I, I know that's one of them. Talk a little bit about what that means and how do we see this play out? So there's um, there's a, a list of, of kind of what we see as traps that people fall into. And like you said, the first one kind of is a confirmation bias. And, and that's the tendency of folks to, uh, to really look for something that kind of supports their beliefs, right? They, they have a belief. And so confirmation bias is they're just finding anything that, that agrees with their position. And it's not only in finance, we see that in, in life in general, right? People always want to justify what they're doing. And so we see that a lot in, in that confirmation bias. The other thing that we see is availability bias. And that's a little bit different because it's more of a mental shortcut for those folks that, um, you know, when you make a judgment about something, you know, some event and, and how that may show up. So like hurricanes, right? So we have this assumption, especially here in Florida, when it's hurricane season, that because of the last few years, maybe we didn't get hit as bad or, or we did get hit really bad. So we think this year is going to be the same. So that really plays into that, hey, because it's that time of year, because it's, it's possible, then, then we start thinking that it's a given. It's going to happen. Um, overconfidence is a common behavioral challenge uh, that we see out there. Many people believe that, you know, their personal odds of success are far greater than what actually will likely happen. You know, we still see, see people out there that think that for some reason that they can earn 12, 15% a year in the market. Well, statistically, that doesn't add up, right? That's just not the way it is. And overconfidence isn't helped by everybody on the golf course 
bragging about how well their one position did hmm. and not talking about the 12 positions that lost money. You know, that's that's something that we we see and, and have to battle all the time. Um, another one is illusion of control. You know, it's kind of similar to overconfidence in that individuals o- often kind of overestimate their ability to influence external events. For some reason, they, they think that, that they've got a leg up and they can have some control when really they, they don't control anything. A lot of people, <laughs> they think we control the markets, you know, and, and we don't. Uh, I don't have a crystal ball here that says, here's what the market's going to do. Uh, I don't have a crystal ball that says, hey, when, when COVID hit, I should have known that the market was going to tank. Those are things that are, you know, that you can't control. And then another one is a loss aversion. And it's a tendency for human beings to feel more pain from economic loss than they feel pleasure from economic gains. Hmm. And, and that's a big one, Jim, because people don't really realize that until it happens to them. Right. So right. And we saw this a lot back in 08. People thought that they were moderate investors. You know, they thought they were moderately risk averse. And and they thought that until 08, when when a moderate portfolio lost 25 percent, you know, they thought a moderate portfolio was only going to lose 10 or 15 percent. And so that pain from that loss overcame that that anticipated gain that they thought they would get. And so um, uh, people are more protective, at least in this current situation, of protecting themselves from loss than they are gain. Now, unfortunately, they don't always do that with foresight. They do it with hindsight, and that's not a good thing. Jen, you know, a lot of those reasons that we just talked about, that's the reason that I believe people need to understand the amount of risk they have in the portfolio. And so we developed the financial x-ray for that specific reason, so that people will know with certainty what their risk is, not just their risk number, but how much risk they have in their current portfolio. And so, again, we developed this financial x-ray. Let me just uh, offer that to folks today that they can take advantage of a financial x-ray of their current portfolio. All they have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Or they can go to our website, statlerfinancial.com, and there's a link to our calendar right there. Easy to schedule a financial x-ray. Do it today. Don't let this year get away from you before it's too late. 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And I am Jen Rizak alongside talking about behavioral traps that we can all fall into. And going back to Philip, you kind of went over a, a bunch of them here. Confirmation bias. That is that tendency we have to find evidence that supports what we already believe. And uh, we, we've seen this with politics. We've seen this with a lot of things. Talk a little bit more, though, about how this could trip us up with financial decisions if we are only seeking essentially proof that we're right without ever looking at anything else. Well, yeah, and that's a big deal. I mean, I think that one of the areas I see confirmation bias come into play is um, when people, a lot of times will select an advisor, um, you know, they think that the tools that that advisor have will be enough to, to take care of their issue instead of finding and talking to an advisor who has all the tools that may be necessary to make the plan. So I I see people all the time that think, well, the stock market is the answer. And you you have to use the stock market and you have to be fully invested in the stock market. And and that becomes, you know, confirmation bias because you know the brokerage industry will agree with you and they'll show you that that you're right. That's the way it works. Um, But I have found that that's not true. You know, there are tools that people need to use, especially as they head into retirement. You've got to use different tools. You cannot use the same tools you've used the 25 years before you retire, the next 25 years. If you want to have a successful 
retirement, you need to adjust what you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's the big thing, I think, when it comes to that type of bias, that confirmation bias. We want to look for people that agree with us. Well, and, and let's talk a little bit about how how you help somebody get confidence with their plan, help them get get accurate information, overcome things like this confirmation bias, and get a little bit more confident, but without falling into the trap of becoming overconfident. There's there's such a balance here. We don't want to overdo it to where we're overconfident and assuming that we'll be, you know, much better off than we potentially could be. Well, I, I think that just by having a plan, right, and that's that's the key is having a a game plan, a a financial retirement income plan in place. It's written that folks can see. Well, number one, that gives them confidence right there. The other part of that is is we can't have some outrageous return numbers on that plan. And that's one thing that I feel like uh, happens a lot of times in this industry is that you, you know we'll get. Uh, numbers that we think may be good, but I would rather err on the side of caution, right? I want to say, okay, I put together an income plan and here's the the rates of return we're using. They're very, very, very conservative um, in that process because I'd rather be conservative here and know that you're not going to run out of money with these numbers as opposed to putting higher numbers on there so you can spend more money or take more money out with it with the issue that you could run out of money and that's not good so so that i think is is one thing that is putting together a reasonable plan that is cautiously optimistic again cautiously so so we're using very very conservative assumptions moving forward and so i think that gives confidence to the plan because people can look at it and say Oh, that's I mean, I, it's that's more than reasonable. Um, and so I think that really starts that process. So, you know, Jim, that's um, that's why I think it's really important that people have a written financial income plan, a retirement income plan. You know, most of the people I sit down with, they don't have one. They look at me like deer in the headlights. Uh, you know, they said, well, my broker said I'm taking money from over here. So when are you going to stop taking money from over there? I, I don't know. Folks, that's why we need to have a written retirement income plan. Give us a call. Let's start that process today with a risk analysis of your current situation. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Do it now. Don't procrastinate. 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? You may have some important decisions to make regarding your 401k. If you don't work there, should your money stay? This decision could be critical to your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services have worked with many families with these types of decisions and understand your options. We can look at the options for your 401k that could save you on taxes down the road. Call Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services and schedule your complimentary 401k review at 863-285-3815. Philip and the team are ready to assist you no matter how, by phone, video, or with an in-person visit. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team today for your 401k review. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services today, talking about how our emotions and behavior can get in the way of smart decision-making with our retirement money. And as we talk through this today and looking at these behavioral traps and, and the emotional decisions, Philip, which, which do you think is harder, managing people's money 
or helping them manage their emotions about their money? Managing their emotions is much more difficult, especially if you've not laid the foundation for expectations, right? But even even when you do that, the, the ups and downs of the market can cause people anxiety. Uh, and so that gets their emotions rising high. And so um, they, they're concerned about their retirement, their income, those type of things. And so, uh, again, that's why I think it's important that you lay out the, the whole risk number thing at the beginning, because that will help, you know, kind of ease that emotional issues about money. I mean, I've had several phone calls over the past year, whether it's COVID related or election related, you know, any of those type of things that, well, what's that going to do to my money? I'm concerned. I'm fearful. I'm, well, you know, you have to remind them that we've got this part over here that's subject to risk that we're watching on a daily, hourly basis. And we've got money over here where your income's coming from that's protected. It's safe. You you know, you're not going to lose anything over on this side of the equation. And once you bring that all back together for them, then they, oh yeah, I remember, I remember our conversation. And then that you, you hear them breathe a sigh of relief, Jen. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. I'm Jen Rizak alongside, let me give you that number again, 863 285-3815, talking today about how our behavior has an an impact on our finances or could, depending on how we act. Now, Philip, the fear of missing out is another common behavioral trap we can fall into. And as a mom, I see this with my kids. They're always worried that they're missing out on something, but it happens with adults too. We don't want to miss out on the good things that others are experiencing. They they talk about big gains that they might have or new homes or nice vacations. But what can happen if we are driven by that, by that fear of missing out? You know, Jen, that that one fear, that fear of missing out, I'm going to say of all the fears that we talk about today, that one can be the most devastating. Mm. It can hurt you the most because what do I see? I see people will call me and say, hey, let's buy, you know, marijuana stock. Let's get Bitcoin. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, and when do they want to do it? They want to do it when it's at the top. You know, they want to do it when it's, when it's sky high and maybe it's not the right time, but they're afraid that they're missing out on those gains. They're afraid that they're, they're missing out on something. And the truth be known, at that point in time, when they want again, they've already missed out. You know, it may be too late, but they don't think of it that way. They want to own that name. And that can be problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing about getting in the market, right? They, they see the market going crazy, crazy, crazy. And finally, finally, they say, OK, I'm going to get in the market. Well, if they're doing it on their own, you know, do they have a plan? What is the plan? I mean, you know, we want to make sure that folks understand what they're getting into. And and the, and the fear of missing out is not a good reason to jump in the market. Right. Right. We want to have a plan in place. And that plan will include putting some money in the market. But we want to make sure that, you know, we're being prudent when we put together that plan and understand, hey, that part is a longer term. We're not going to need that money for income or anything else like that. Certainly just one of those things we want to keep in mind. I I think as we've had this discussion today, uh, all of us can probably relate at some point to some of these different behavioral traps at some point in our life, maybe not even necessarily about our money, but just in in general. So, Philip, let me ask you, what are some final tips you can share on this topic that can help us keep emotions out of our decisions about money? How do we keep some of this in check? So one thing is, you know, the outside influences can be huge. So I say, you know, stay present, stay, stay with yourself, understand how the mind works and, and understand what forces cause you to do certain things. Because I'll talk to people and they know exactly, they'll, they'll, they'll talk to me and they'll say, look, I know this is what I perceive. 
but I'm, I'm talking to you as my retirement coach, you know, help me see what I'm not seeing. And so staying present, knowing when it's time to talk to your coach and, and help coach you through that situation. Think about your values, right? What ultimately, what are, what are your values? Are your values still in place where you are? Avoid like the plague, making a decision based on fear. And, and over the last several years, we've seen fear, fear from COVID, fear from the elections, fear, fear, fear. Don't let fear be the basis of your decisions. Another one, sleep on it. Hey, just don't react today. Know where you are. Sleep on it. See how you feel in the morning. And then make your decision. Don't act hastily. Um, and then this is this is probably a big one, Jen. We're talking about emotions, right? We're talking about being emotional about your money. So s- flip a switch. Apply some logic to your situation. If we can analyze and take the emotions out and look at things from a logical perspective and and get rid of the emotions, then a lot of times, then we can see more clearly what the situation looks like and what actions we truly need to take. And then then trust yourself. Trust yourself. You know, I have had recently, we've talked to folks who, you know, they've had that um, feeling that, hey, I think that the market is too high right now. And so after our conversation, I, I didn't tell them what to do, but, you know, in their circumstance, they felt like, okay, it's time to, to take a breather and, and maybe, you know, liquidate some positions because they had some nice gains, that type of thing. So trust yourself, trust your instincts um, going forward. So w- with all that said, it still boils down to, having a portfolio and having a retirement coach that can get you through retirement. That's what we pride ourselves on here at Sattler Financial is taking where you are and and laying out a game plan that's going to get you through retirement. Give us a call. Let us help you develop that game plan for retirement. 863 285-3815. That number one more time is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. This is Roxy at Statler Financial Services. On behalf of me and the team, we want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, of course. And my goodness, uh, what a perfect song for this time of year, Philip. In the past couple of weeks, all the hustle and the bustle of getting ready for the holidays. Of course, it's finally here. It's finally settling down. But um, nothing makes me feel like I should be dashing through the aisles of Target than Russian dance <laughs> from the Nutcracker. <laughs> Sliding to and fro, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I know, of course, 
Um, when we talk about celebrating Christmas, there's so much more to it than all of the the things we manufacture around the holidays. But it's easy to get caught up in all of this. And I'm anxious to see as we talk about the money side of this with uh, with Christmas, where all of this falls, because the National Retail Federation says last year, last Christmas of 2020, we spent as a country billion on Christmas. And that was during the pandemic when things were crazy shut down. And the projection for this year is another 8 to 10% more that we'll be spending. Now, of course, we'll we'll get those final numbers here, I'm sure, before too long. But what do you think, Philip? I mean, do you, do you think that sounds about right based on your own personal family and what you've seen and what you've heard with uh, all people out and about? I, mean, I, I think spending will increase. The, the real key, Jen, I think, for this coming year is going to be, you know, can you get what you need? Can right. you get what you want? What right. the kids want? What, you know, what everybody wants? It was a supply chain issue. So, yeah, it's been so a there mess. could be a little bit of, well, I can't find that expensive item, so I'm having to cut back. So I think the spending will be there because people are going to justify by spending just as much as they would have even if they can't find what they wanted to give in the first place. Right, right. And when you talk about those supply chain issues and trying to get get the thing, get the toy, um, or, or whatever it is, get that gift, um, for, for me, it's always going to some sort of toy because I, I still have four kids at home and two, the two little ones are still all about toys. For us, you know, a, a tradition throughout the whole month of December and the whole holiday season is sitting down together and watching Christmas movies. And we, for the first time, sat down with our boys and watched Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You remember that one from back yeah, in the yeah, 90s? Yeah. Okay. So there are so many scenes in that movie where, of course, we know it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, and they're they're battling it out to try to get this toy for their sons. And I think it's something we can, we can all relate to. I have a clip I want to play because I think it just fits with with this narrative that we've had this year with all the supply chain shortages and the shipping delays. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger and Rita Wilson in Jingle All the Way from 1996. You got the doll, right? The doll. The Turbo Man doll. I asked you to pick one up two weeks ago. I got it. I got the Turbo Man doll, the one that has those things that shoot out in front with yeah. that rock'em, sock'em jetpack and with that realistic voice box that says, it's turbo time. I got it. Oh, good. Because at this point, they'd probably be impossible to find. <laughs> uh, how many parents can relate to that, Philip? That like lying to your wife at Christmas time. Right? I know, because we all know he didn't have that doll. He did not have that doll. It was Christmas Eve. He's but like, you no, know, it's going to be that way this year, Jen. I think yeah, no, it be has some, been. Yeah, going to be some fighting at the stores to get what they want. Yeah, and I, for me, thankfully, um, we there there were a couple of things that that cut it pretty close for me as far as getting them uh, shipped safely to our house but um the scenes in in jingle all the way all the frantic parents you know pushing scenes it's kind of like that on steroids this year with the supply shortages and the shipping delays and and you know philip one of the big messages from christmas last year i thought was people were really putting an emphasis on time together experiences all these other things not necessarily the stuff um i kind of feel like maybe some people this year are, are trying to overcompensate for what Christmas was like last year, and they're really kind of doing it up big this year. But here's the thing, even for people who are cutting back, you know, for our kids, we really only do a a handful, four or five gifts. But when you look at where prices are today, I mean, kids shoot prices up 12% over a year ago. Even if you're trying to do things minimalist, everything's just getting more and more expensive. And that's something that, that is just true for all of us. It really is. You know, I was talking to a couple of clients this week and it's like, well, how does the average person keep up with the, the, the way things are skyrocketing in price? Mm-hmm. And, and that's true. It, it's, it takes more and more to buy the same things. And, um, you know, that's making it more and more difficult for everybody out there right now, especially people on fixed incomes, you know, it's really putting a crimp into their, uh, their holiday budgets. 
Right. It, it really is. And when you talk about people's holiday budgets, I, I wonder from a retirement planning perspective, for people who are preparing for their, their retirement budgets, I know when I think about retirement, I think of all the, the big things, right? The the trips that I hope we can take and you know possibly another home somewhere and those types of things. But things like Christmas and birthdays and weddings, all that stuff is going to keep happening. And if you have any special traditions with your kids now and you want to expand that with your grandkids, we got to think about building that into the budget. I mean, do do people kind of lose sight of that when they're talking about their retirement budget and you have to remind them, hey, wait a second, if these are things you're celebrating and doing now, you're going to keep doing that in retirement. Well, it is. You know, it's one of those things that when you think about building that retirement income plan and what are your expenses and what your budgets look like, you know, everybody thinks about travel and and thinks about the, the home improvements they want to make when they get ready to retire or the second homes. They think about all that when they're thinking about their budget. What they don't think about is inflation. Right, and they right. They don't think about how things go up every year. And, and I think, Jen, a lot of that is because we haven't had a lot of inflation, right? For the last 10, 15 years, Inflation has been very low. I mean, it's been what 1.2, 2.5%, maybe at the most. Now we come into a year like this where it's up over 5%, or almost 6% um, for inflation. And, and we could even top out the year higher than that when we get the final number uh, next year. But, but that, in fact, eats into your budget. And mm-hmm. so it's one of the reasons when we build income plans for folks, you know, we make sure that we've got step ups, uh, if not every year, at right. least every four or five years, we have a big step up in, hey, look, you're going to need more money because stuff's going to cost more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is going to keep costing more. And the the way I look at it, you, you look at what it is that you've saved right now and you think about just how much of your lifestyle that covers and, and, and how things are going for you right now. And then you have to double what you're spending. So if you don't do something different with what you've saved, it's as if you've saved half as much if the price of everything doubles in every 24 or 25 years, something like that, right? I mean, we so so how do we deal with that, Philip? If, it, if it's going to be impossible for us to outsave inflation, what do we think about as far as how do we manage that money to make sure we can still have this current lifestyle? I don't think I, I know anybody who wants to cut back and only be able to, you know, do afford half as many things in 20 years as they can now. Well, it, it takes a balance, Jim, between risk and safety within your portfolio. You know, so many people, when they get ready to retire, they have way too much risk and nothing's safe. So when the market crashes, they're they're caught off guard. But you know, Jen, the other can happen too, where people don't have enough risk in their portfolio. Um, so it takes a combination of both. And it takes putting together that, again, that written retirement income plan. So you've got that roadmap that says, hey, look, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to get through where I am uh, and, and into retirement, folks. And that's one reason that we developed our core retirement design, Jen, is to, to be able to help people really and truly ascertain what does their risk look like? You know, what is that, what is that, that number look like for you? And then ultimately at the end, put together a portfolio that's going to match up with that risk number um, and, and help them create the income plan that they're going to need to get through retirement. Folks, listen, to get yours, all you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815 to sit down and walk through our core retirement design so you can design the retirement you always dreamed of. That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. That number again, 863-285-3815. Statlerfinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And when we talk about factors like inflation over time, and Philip, some of those other risks like taxes or stock market volatility, it's no wonder people worry about whether they've saved enough, right? And if you're worried about not being able to afford retirement, 
you're not alone. A lot of people worry about that. The Retirement Confidence Index from SimplyWise says 44% of Americans are worried they're never going to be able to afford to retire. And Charles Schwab has a Modern Wealth Survey. The the latest says only 33% of Americans have a written financial plan. So that means if 30-something percent of Americans have a, have a written financial plan, that means most of us, 70% of us, don't have that financial plan. You're absolutely right. So, so let me connect those dots for you. You know, a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And most of you don't have a written financial plan. And a written financial plan, especially a retirement income plan, helps you feel more financially stable. Here's the good news. You don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or even if uh, you can afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create the income strategy, and we'll start that, what we call the core retirement design. So I invite you now to give us a call, and we can help you with some things, right? We can help you with create the budget that you need to make sure that your retirement can can be the retirement you always dreamed of. Uncover the risk out there, because that can be a big deal. It can knock you off your feet in retirement. Things like inflation market volatility, tax increases, and then the skyrocketing healthcare costs. Learn about options to help you generate income in retirement and learn about how to keep your current standard of living in retirement even as costs continue to rise. Folks, listen, just for listening to the show today, you can have access to all of this if you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863 863- 285-3815. Call and ask for your retirement income analysis. You know, after we've analyzed where you are right now, then we can help you start to map out the strategies to get you where you want to go so that you got the retirement you always dreamed of. This isn't about big wins because big wins can lead to big downturns also. Hmm. You know, we're not here to make you rich. We're here to make sure you keep what you have so that you can have the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, give us a call at 863-285-3815. Again, that's 863-285-3815. You want to take advantage of this special offer from Philip to help make sure that you won't run out of money, and you could even boost your returns over time. So get started today at 863-285-3815. That is all the time we have here on the show today. Thanks so much for joining us on the Statler Financial Radio Show. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285. 285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida.